this is your host Aman Said and I would like to welcome everybody to this new show by the Podstore network called Wise So. Uh I really hope you guys are doing okay and staying safe at home and well enjoying whatever this is or not. Uh so um why do this podcast? Uh honestly I'm not an activist or expert in a lot of the things that I will be talking about either today or in the forthcoming episodes. Uh but I like to think that I have a voice and a few decently informed opinions uh, as well as people around me who actually are experts in all these different areas and have extremely well informed opinions on the basis of actual data. and uh, this is not any any you know call to an action of any kind all i'm trying to achieve with this podcast is uh, combining these voices and thoughts uh, for anybody who listens to the podcast to develop their own informed decisions uh, this is just me trying to tell you to do your own research on anything and everything that interests you or what you care about and not just believe what is presented in front of you and in this week's episode i want to deal with one question uh, that has undeniable unlimited consequences according to me and that is uh, why is there a gender pay disparity after all the progress that we talk about that has been made or simply put uh, why are women paid less and for those who might just be living under a rock you know man yes the gender pay gap still exists and as a matter of fact it does not affect a lot of us in fact uh, uh, i've had conversations with a lot of female friends of mine who've told me that that they are currently at a place or they've had such opportunities that maybe this this thing doesn't really affect them in fact i i believe that a lot of the listeners here uh, it wouldn't affect you but i i really believe that it has large consequences and i i think i'd like to uh, throw some light upon them uh, and just for that i'd like to start off with some statistics uh, yeah i know boring but you got to do what you got to do uh, so i'll be reading some stats and excerpts from the world economic forum's gender gap report 2020 uh, i'll also put the link in the description uh, for you to read more about this uh, it's it's a great report it's really graphic in nature and it explains a lot it explains what's happening and one of the most important things it talks about is that the gender key uh, gender gap right now is so so large that it will take approximately 202 years for it to come at par or for it to be equal 202 years or like greta thunberg would say not in our lifetimes and the report uh, starts on a very interesting note uh, it says when women work economies grow uh it says that the better the country are in terms of women's rights and women's opportunities the better they do economically while the opposite is not true that means that if a com- if a country is just growing it does not really mean that they have better women's rights or they their women have equal powers but if their women have equal powers they are they, they are able to do better Uh, the report says that women's economic empowerment boosts productivity increases economic diversification and income equality in, ad- in addition to other positive development outcomes uh, for example increasing the female employment rates in the oecd countries uh, if if the, these countries are able to match uh, say sweden's uh, female employment rates they could boost their gdps by over 6 trillion us dollars 
एंड सिक्स ट्रिलियन फॉर मोस्ट इकोनमीज बारिंग टू दैट इज़ यू एस इन चाइना वुड एक्चुअली मल्टीप्लाई देयर जी डी पीज बाई एन नंबर ऑफ टाइम्स इट कुड भी एनी थिंग फॉर इंडिया इट कुड भी ट्वाइस फॉर सो मेनी अदर कंट्रीज इट कुड भी सो मच मोर द पर कैपिटा इनकम वुड राइज ओनली एंड ओनली इफ द जेंडर पे गैप डज नॉट एग्जिस्ट अनादर इंटरेस्टिंग पॉइंट फ्राम फ्राम द रिपोर्ट इज दैट if there is a gap and in fact if there is a gap that exists right now and if it continues to do so uh, it would hamper uh, these countries gdps by around 15% that means that if the gap continues to persist in the future as well uh, the gdps are expected to shrink by 15% so we we are going to lose money if you're not able to uh, reduce this gap in the very very near future another question that arises is uh, what exactly is the gap uh, in terms of monetary figures the report suggests that on an average across the world uh, average annual income for males is around uh, 21 uh, 21500 us dollars while the average annual income for females is around 11500 us dollars which uh, basically means for every 100 rupees that a man earns a uh, woman earns approximately uh, 53 or 54 rupees uh, which is just half you know this uh, report also presents another interesting aspect in terms of the poor rich divide uh, wherein uh, it, it suggests that there are women who are doing well and who are earning equ- equally but uh, Uh, it it basically says that the uh, women who are working in high paying jobs or who are uh, you know the top 10% earners on an average in their respective countries are doing really well and earn equivalent wages in, uh, uh, compared to men uh, it is the ones who are in the bottom 80% earners within a country on an average who are facing uh, this kind of disparity uh, in some cases women with similar qualifications are earning 40 rupees to a man's 100 rupees so that's where the actual uh, disparity arises Uh, so now let's get to the meat of things why does this gap really exist uh, for starters uh, it basically boils down to the kind of opportunities one is getting in terms of education uh, if a person is promoted to work at senior levels or even political representation from women who then allow more women to join the workforce and that allows women to earn more eventually uh but there are other more detailed aspects to it as well uh which i'll get to a little later uh i'd like to start with education first uh on a primary education level around 88% girls are enrolled for formal education uh compared to 91% boys all across the world out of this uh around 66% girls are enrolled for secondary education compared to again 66% boys which is equal great uh after this uh, the, the a little shift happens wherein for tertiary or higher education uh 41% uh women are enrolled compared to just 36% boys that means when they are going for say uh, higher degrees only 36% of boys uh out of the previous secondary education number uh, go for uh, higher education while 41% women are able to still able to go and uh, pursue their further studies uh, 
which i think is really really interesting why uh, because even though uh, the percentage of total women pursuing higher studies uh, successfully is higher it doesn't really convert into absolute numbers you know the numbers for women who are going for higher studies uh, is still very low and this statistic uh, is also basically a moot point uh, when it comes to the actual opportunities uh, being created for women to work that is even though in terms of qualifications on an average women are doing better than men uh, there are not enough employment opportunities for women uh, especially in areas in in lower qualification brackets or physical rela- uh, labor related jobs where most of the jobs uh, especially in a country like ours in india or any other developing country uh, enough not enough jobs are created in these areas and even when enough jobs are created uh, women are generally left out of consideration for such jobs uh, primarily because of the assumption that they will not be able to do such heavy lifting uh, which in my opinion is a little bit unfair Uh, another aspect uh, to this is that a lot of the times instead of being uh, encouraged to take up a particular job especially in the corporate setup women are consciously or unconsciously discouraged uh, now i be i being prev- uh, privileged as i am have not faced any of this flack yet so i had a conversation with a couple of my female friends who have either themselves faced this or have seen other women go through this uh, they told me that a lot of these companies out there who show that they promote equal opportunities within their organizations actually at the time of interviews to hire uh, these women have asked questions such as if they are considering to start a family in case of some of the women who have said yes as an answer to that question they have not been hired just because there is a scope that these women will take an increased number of leaves in the future similarly there have been instances where women have not been considered for appraisals even if they might have deserved it if they went for a maternity a maternity leave during that specific period Uh, another interesting fact about the corporate setup is that not enough women are promoted to upper levels of management uh, only 36% of all people in the senior ro- uh, senior roles are female only 18% in the managerial roles and only 14% are in the c suite or ownership roles and somehow nobody has come out and explained this uh, the wef report also mentions that the companies who have more women at the executive levels tend to do better in terms of their revenue growth compared to the companies who have more men at the executive levels uh, just putting it out there Uh, now there are systematic differences to this as well and this is due to our traditional uh, understanding of what kind of jobs should one hold uh, around the world uh, men i think are more likely to hold jobs at any skill level in uh, manufacturing or engineering and these are the areas that pay relatively high uh, earnings uh, uh, people working in these areas tend to earn higher while women are more likely to hold jobs in uh, areas such as ad- uh, educational services uh, that that pays a lot less uh, than uh, engineering or manufacturing sector uh, and i think these are also the areas where women deserve to be paid so much more 
uh, it has been reported that over a span of 35 years in any career path with similar qualifications and experiences and with a starting pay of around 5 lakhs per annum on an average women earn approximately 20 lakhs than what a man does and this has nothing to do with their skills or qualifications this means that women lose around uh, four years worth of earnings uh, just because of uh, the things that happen in their lives uh, i think it is time we recognized how each gender has a different kind of life and hence the pay structure should not only be decided on the basis of skills qualification education but a host of other subjective factors and these factors which are currently thought of as subjective can and should be quantified and uh, by this i do not mean to say that men do not deserve as much as they earn not here at least uh, because that is a separate podcast uh, but this has more to do with recognizing and acting upon these uh, subjective differences Uh, lastly uh, this is not a call to action of any sort uh, just a fact that if we do not account for these subjective factors and do not reduce the gender pay gap in any way there's only one way out from here and uh, that's downhill uh, but if we have to do better we have to collectively work on i think just five things uh, which are acceptance of these differences and these subjective factors in in terms of employment ensuring health and survival of women educational attainment economic participation and political empowerment i think if we are just able to do these five simple things uh, the gender gap could be reduced massively to end the show uh, i'm going to leave you with a really nice story which you can look up and also maybe read more about uh, and this comes from the world of football i want to talk about the us women's national soccer team and their captain megan rapino who has been fighting for equal pay since she started playing and well she has a case the us women's soccer team are the reigning two time world champions the, uh, they won the world cup in 2015 and just recently in 2019 uh, they smashed every other team in their way nobody came close to them uh, and while they were busy kicking ass uh, the us men's national team did not even qualify for the world cup in 2018 Despite that after winning the FIFA Women's World Cup in 2019 the US women's team in total were paid just no more than what a men's US soccer player earned in a single year uh, Megan Rapino uh, has since been fighting for equal pay in the country and has sort of risen as an icon for women across the world uh, they are the team is currently in a lawsuit against their own association which says that they cannot help it because the revenue that they earn in women game is a fraction of what it is in the men's game well which points to the failure of the entire system anyway uh, this is me hoping that uh, megan rapino and her team are able to get their fair due so this was the show for today i hope i really really hope you liked it i will be back with another episode next wednesday uh, till then you can subscribe to this podcast on spotify and follow us on instagram at the rate the pod dot store Uh, and if you really like the show uh, you can show us some love by sharing it with your friends till then goodbye stay safe and thank you for listening